Peruse the News is recorded in front of a live internet audience. Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your hosts to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And now, here come our hosts. It's Aaron and Oh my goodness. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. Good stuff. I do sometimes make it through that without laughing. Sometimes. Sometimes. Welcome to Peruse the News. Uh, I'm Aaron. Denise here hanging out as well. And we're going to look around and see what's going on in the news. Yeah. We have not done the news bit in a hot minute. And so I had to resist the urge to go back through weeks of strange articles that Uh, I've saved. Because really, that's kind of one of the reasons we started Peruse the News. You have all these things you want to talk about. I love talking about the interesting things I Mm -hmm. find. Yeah. And there's not always a place to talk about it on the radio show. Right. And plus, not everybody that listens to the podcast listens to our morning show. No, that's true. So, Fair enough. you know, we have to have a place to like dump you, all this crazy Do you feel like there's info. anything you need to get off your chest before we go into the stuff that's more recent? Dude. Okay, no, maybe I shouldn't have asked. You don't want to open well, that up. That's kind of like when you're like, no, you can talk to me about it if you want to. And then two hours later, you're like, I <laughs> yeah. should have never. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, closing that back off, turning the faucet off. I appreciate you. No, shush. No, it's okay. I can let all those things go. So how have things been? Things have been really good. Good. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing well with Uh being a mom. Right now, I'm single momming it because my husband's out of town. So I'm responsible for all of the things. How's that going? Well, it's actually going really well because I feel like you have this opportunity or this like super important thing or you can just baseline it mm-hmm. don't shower no laundry <laughs> don't do any dishes just right. keep the child alive and yeah. entertained for however many days yeah and then when he gets back deal with the pile but i'm actually trying to do everything even though i know i don't have to oh, okay and i think i'm doing a pretty good job nice. i know i'm doing well because my attitude and my di- like my disposition mm-hmm. demeanor my demeanor is like really like lifted nice i'm not feeling like down and scared and overwhelmed which is really really impressive considering to parent requires so much thought yeah and i'm not used to being responsible so (laughs) (laughs) so if i want if i want my kids to start being more responsible with their chores and cleaning up their rooms and stuff i just need to have them have a kid um would not recommend that (laughs) no the not recommend pile (laughs) Nice. It's probably not the best way to go about it. Listen, I'm just know. listening to your life, <laughs> trying and hearing to... how you've changed and grown and matured, and I'm like, they could use a little bit of that. Yeah, could they? How is the parenting going on your end? Oh, is everything it's in your life fine. okay? Fine, it's all just fine. Oh, really? <laughs> it seems like maybe because it's like no, summer. You want, your, you want your kids to be a little more motivated, right? You want them to to do a, a few more things, but they're great. They're doing fine. They're good kids. Because you're, those you're boys. in summer right now, so they're mm-hmm. home. Oh, yeah. 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 None of them are up before 3 p.m., you know, and then they stay up all night. And But you don't mind that, do you? That's starting to change. Uh, well, only the noise. The noise is a little bothersome. It's starting to change because school's coming back, and actually a couple of them have band camp, and so they have to get up early now, and so 
that's moving back over. Yeah, into... we're moving. We're moving back to a normal schedule, which I like better. Yeah, I'm really impressed with your boys. Let me just say because they're all like one's in college, one's a senior, mm-hmm. and then the next one's about to drive, mm-hmm. and the last one we don't know about him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's doing. They all seem to be just yeah. really he's doing last really, year, really last well. Last year, junior high for him. Yeah, so I'll only have high schoolers and above next year. Wow. Not not this coming school year, but the school year after that. Do you yeah. think it's weird that, like, when we met, I think your youngest was, like, six or seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he's, you know, 14 or whatever. Right. But yet, we're not aging. Isn't Is that, that weird? That's amazing. Yeah. I, so that's, crazy. I'm glad it happened that way. I, I wasn't too. expecting that. But, yeah, yeah it's nice. Like, we're kind of stuck in this time warp of immaturity. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least it feels that way. Yeah, I I love being in my mid thirties forever. That's that's wonderful. Me too. Me too. Well, uh, who's gonna start today? Do, should we should we farkle for it? No. Oh no. You have a plan, don't you? No, I I don't. Oh. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't know that we want to farkle. Isn't that where you like do the tap tap fingers? It's tap, called Rochambeau. Oh. Farkle involves a dice. Oh. Okay. And I'd have to find the farkle dice, and then it's the game takes a long time. <sighs> that's and disappointing. I really like the word farkle. Well, that's it's a great word, but, it, but it's, it's, what is it's it a called? dice game. Russ Bambo? <laughs> Rochambeau. Rochambeau? Uh-huh. Or paper, rock, scissors. Or paper, rock, scissors, if you prefer. But Rochambeau. Mm-hmm. Are we going to Rochambeau sure. for it? Okay. Who, whoever wins One, goes two, three, first. shoot. Okay. One, One two, two, three, shoot. shoot. Uh-oh, we're tied. One, One two, two, three, shoot. shoot. We're still tied. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, I win. <laughs> well, that worked well. I knew we were going paper with that last one, so I decided yeah. to let you win. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm really excited about this topic. We're probably you're gonna have to just be like Danae, pull Enough. it back in. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What are we talking um, about? Australia is banning plastic bags. Here is what the other countries are doing. Also, right now, there's this really big push worldwide mm-hmm. to ban single-use plastics um, because We're just trying they to quit putting stuff out there that doesn't go away. Yeah, decompose. Yeah. Right. And it's um, there's so much plastic showing up. In beached whales and wildlife. I mean, this has been happening for a long time. Like, oh, yeah. if you remember back in the day, there was like the commercials where they would show like sea turtles that had been disfigured forever by uh, the six pack. By the six pack rings. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, it's they don't even so have those anymore, right? They don't have six pack rings anymore, do they? They do. Yeah. Are they more biodegradable or no. something? Or? <laughs> no. Really? No. I would have thought those would have been outlawed or something. But by now. they have. Um, they have created like perforation marks on them, so, oh, that, so they come apart easier. Yeah, mm. but they don't they don't biodegrade well. And you know, you're talking about like yeah, I think that'd be a law right now. But there's not there's not a lot of regulations except for now. Now things are starting to change. There's already dozens of countries that have already imposed bans or taxes for single use plastic bags, things like that. Uh, Australia is joining the plastic bag push. There's also like a plastic straw push. Starbucks just announced yesterday. That by the year 2020, there's no straws that they're going to be distributing anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it's in France. Very sad. I love straws. I know. In France, they, um, I mean, you probably will still be able to go buy straws for yourself. Good. It's just that you're not going to be getting them at drive throughs and the single-use kind of mm. places. Uh, they probably won't be handing out plastic forks anymore. Which all that means is that we're going to have to keep track of our own straws and silverware. Yeah. You know, so we'll have to be more responsible than the companies themselves to, like, provide utensils and you know things like that um but they just uh started to do a uh i think i think it's in france it was like a couple weeks ago um that they're starting to fine uh starbucks and there was another one that didn't meet 
the expectations for single use plastic. So mm. I think that incentivized the company to really think about their impact on the environment. Uh, so UK, France, China, the Netherlands, Kenya, which Kenya has a really harsh law. People who violate the ban for plastic bags will can face four years in prison. That's a little silly. And $39,000 worth of fines. Fines, see, fines are better for me. I think fines make more sense than prison for this kind of stuff. I think they're just but, really trying to be like, guys, stop, you know? Yeah. And what's weird, I mean, you know this about people. We don't like change. And there have, <laughs> there have been places in Australia that they've um, begun to ban them or stop using single-use plastic. And some customers have gotten like really angry when they're told that there's no bags. So they're ha- they're having to go. Okay, you can have a few, but when you come back, you have to, you know, you, you have to bring your own bags from now on. Like mm-hmm. one guy attacked an employee when he didn't wasn't handed a bag. So there's still stuff that's not being banned yet. Like yeah. microbeads haven't been banned yet, um, which are in all kinds of things. If you don't know about microbeads and you're really into like uh, conservation, like I am, it, you already know what it is. But like micro. Right. It, it, they're really bad. They don't go away and they're teeny tiny and they wind up in the ocean and everything. Plastic straws are on their way out. Uh, coffee pods and coffee cups are on their way out. So I'm really excited to see this shift. Like super, yeah. super happy. Yeah. I think we'll all just adjust. Yeah. And it's good that we're thinking about this stuff. So. And didn't we talk about there being some new um, material that was created in a lab that eats plastic recently? Yeah. Yeah, so, they're working on ways to to degrade plastic, right. uh, which is also very helpful. There, there are many ways to to solve problems, and so it's good that people are working on it. So I'm very passionate about this topic. I'm really, really excited about it. Go Australia. We'll see what the U.S. does next. Uh, my first peruse the news is something I can't get away from right now, even though I'm not extremely passionate about it. Nor me are you probably, Danae, but okay. it's the World Cup is kind of coming to a close. So that is everywhere else in the world. Football. Is, this is the biggest thing in their lives. Isn't it football? It is football. Foot. It's the, F-U, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, down to the final four countries for Who's the left? World Cup. Uh, France is playing Belgium today. Okay. And then England is Ooh. playing Croatia tomorrow. And all, like all of us Americans are like, yeah, we came from there. Let's root for England. More for me, so, it's like, I speak your language. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's part of it as well. So, yeah, I am seeing pop up in my feeds a ton of people like, yeah, I'm totally rooting for England. I hope England wins this. It's been long enough. Right. You know, bring the World Cup back to England. How long has thing. it been? So, do you know? Since- I don't know off the top of my I mean, I could do a quick Google search on it. but I um, ha- uh, Because I play um, video games and I have like an international clan. Uh, yeah. And there's actually several people in our clan that are from the UK. So I'm sure they're super pumped. 1966. That's been a minute. Was the last time. So yeah, that's over 50 years ago. Oh, that'd be so fun. Right? I think I got really excited about people winning after a long time of not winning when the Cubs were <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple years ago yeah, yeah. or and Before that, it was the Red Sox, but yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah, there's been a couple of years back to back. Of people who, sports yeah, around me. Broke who, droughts. Yeah. Yeah. So I get really excited like that because you just watch those athletes and then you watch the country or the community around them that just get so freaking excited. Yeah. Like they lose their minds. I don't know that I lose my mind about anything in my life like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't, it is insane. Am I missing something? There's something fun about it. There really is. I, I am a fan. 
Uh, I lose my mind about some like movies. I'll lose my mind about sports teams. Um, right now, I'm kind of losing my mind about poker. Like I love poker, and the World Series is going on right now. And so, yeah, there's something about being invested in something that when it goes your way, that high is so great. Hmm. And the problem is with the, especially the people around you in your life when you're something you're a fan of doesn't do well, right. or your team loses. The low has to be as high as the high is. You can't have the high highs without the low lows because if you're invested, you're going to feel awful that they lose or you're going to feel amazing that they win. So I think that has something to do with it. You're talking about drug addiction right now. <laughs> something like that. Like these are conversations I've had with addicts. So. I am absolutely rooting for a France-England final. I think oh, that would be, be crazy. so fun. But I think Belgium's probably going to beat France. I don't know why I think that, but... Um, but well, yeah, France, a France England final would be a blast. When would the final be? Do the final know? is Sunday. Oh, okay. So yeah. we'll know by next week. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Cool. Uh, my next one is very um, barbecue season oriented. Okay. I just love stories like this that come off of like Craigslist. This story comes from Craigslist, and there's just so much creepy stuff that comes from Craigslist. So when a good story comes out of there, I'm like, okay, redeeming quality for this website. <laughs> Uh, this is a people that put out an ad for a barbecue dad. They were looking for like a person, a a guy to come to their party and grill and be a dad figure. Basically, like a bunch of like kind of college aged guys were like, we want to have like a dad at our party. So I, I'm available. <laughs> uh, I'd like to know what the pay is. <laughs> Also, I come prepared with so many dad jokes. Right? Well, that's uh, it. And I can give you, you know, heartwarming advice, uh, you know, give you a pat on the back. I'll, I'll totally be your, your barbecue dad. The ad said, to interested individuals, individuals, we're going to be throwing a backyard barbecue and we're going to be celebrating with um, our friends. And while most of us know how to operate a grill, none of us are prepared to fill the role of barbecue dad. <laughs> That being said, we are in need of a generic father figure from 4 to 8 p.m. to call us, to, oh, to talk about dad things and call everyone champ. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can totally do that. Here's here's my problem. Uh, I don't I don't barbecue. <laughs> well, so can I bring my wife along and have her do the actual oh, barbecuing? No. Or does that change things? No, I think they were going for a whole dad vibe. This party already happened, um, and they had several dad figures show up, and nice. it was apparently a lot of fun. I see what you did there. I just love that. What? Apparently. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. No, of course you didn't. You know my puns are <laughs> accidental. Anyway, I love stories like that. So no, that's good stuff. That one came from Craigslist. Costco kills beloved food court item, and people are doggone furious. Uh, oh, this is the same thing about people not liking change so costco got rid of their polish dogs uh What's they're, a polish tr dog? they're trying a healthier option on a type of hot dog like a thicker type hot dog like a broad like a or sausage yeah like a yeah a brat or something mm, like that brat so why they, would you get rid of a brat I, they're trying to go healthier on their options at costco like that you can eat there and so people are i mean like the internet is losing its internet mind yes because they want the <laughs> polish dogs back well, Apparently. if you are a restaurant and you get rid of one of your most popular selling items, I mean, I'm guessing it's one of their most popular, yeah. I don't know, then yeah, you're going to have some kickback for that. What did they replace it with? 
So this is this is my favorite part. They replace it with okay. First of all, can we have the conversation where you you teach me how to pronounce the berry? That's A C A I. A Cy. Are you sure? Like it's a Cy? No, I'm not. Or is it? But a I'm kai? just gonna confidently say a Cy. A Cy. I'm gonna say Akiai. Akiai. Akai. I think it's a Cy berry, but like a Cy. A Cy. A Cy berry. I honestly don't know. It's, it's, it's fine that I don't know. I just want to know, and I don't feel like I do know yet. Okay. I feel like you're fairly competent and confident, but I don't feel like I know 100%. <laughs> All right. But let's, we'll go with Asai. Let's listen to this um, thing on, on, on YouTube. Uh-huh. After an ad plays, I'm sure. Yeah, right. All right. Here we go. Acacia. 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 That can't be true. Acacia. YouTube, you have failed me. That acacia. Can't, that okay, can't. so the acacia berry, uh, they have like an acacia salad or something. Um, oh, an acacia bowl and a meatless al pastor salad that they have added. And here's my favorite part. I, I'm going to, uh, Danae, do you need to move on from the pronunciation? It looks like you're still in shock about the pronunciation. So if we need to spend some more time there before I get to the, the quote here, we, we do. can. Well, I, I do need to circle back just real quick before you quote, uh-huh. because I spelled acai wrong. <laughs> so that's why it was, it is acai berry. Acai. Acai berry. Acai. Acai. Acacia. Acai. Acai berry. Acai. Okay. I apologize though. I, I, I just misspelled Whatever. it a minute ago. So, okay. I'm listening. A bowl, uh, a rich people blueberry bowl. Uh, and <laughs> so they replaced a Polish dog with a bowl of. Yes. Made from acai berries. And a meatless Alpa store salad. And here's what the company's chief executive said about this salad. This is my favorite thing. This new plant based protein salad. I know that excites you. This is what he said to the shareholders. But it is healthy. And uh, actually, it tastes pretty good if you like those kind of things. <laughs> I tried it once. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Trump quote. I know. It's just like, <laughs> can you be more noncommittal about yeah. your choice here? That is like, so not convincing. This this is somebody who got outvoted. That's who this is. This is somebody who would rather have the Polish dog still there. I think everyone wants a Polish dog. Oh, why not just instead of replacing it, why not add an option for I health? I don't know. I don't. You'd have to ask Costco. That's that. like asking people to force health down people's throats when they don't want Literally, it. They're yeah. just going to go find a Polish dog somewhere else. Yeah, it's I don't just know. Not the one that they love. There you go. Well, that was a silly thing, and we learned how to say acai berry. So that's a good. That was a good. I thing. hope so. I'm still not sure. Okay, Are you ready for my next one? Yep. This one I'm excited about too. Ford is saying goodbye to cars and hello to batteries. Wait, Ford's done making cars. You didn't know that? Wait, no. That's crazy. Yeah. When like, did they announce that? You act like it's been announced a long time. This was one of the articles that I was going to tell you about that I forgot to tell you about that I've looked at and I got So really is it excited. recent or has it been yeah. a- Yeah. They just recently announced they're stopping all production of car models except the Mustang. That's insane. They're still going to produce SUVs and trucks. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, like, what about the Bronco or the, you know- But because the- the shift is to go more electric. They are redoing basically their entire way of thinking. Wow. So Ford is now run by a new person. And the previous person was like, nobody wants electric cars. And then has been replaced by this new person who is like, if we don't go electric, we're not going to stay competitive. Right. 
So we're going to be blockbuster. The other thing is that it takes more uh, battery power to motor an SUV or a truck because they're bigger vehicles. Yeah. So they are now into figuring out how to use the space under the hood of these SUVs and trucks more efficiently. More efficiently yeah. to have batteries that, that can like power these vehicles. So they're hoping to get really competitive. And it looked like, according to this is on N Gadget's website, according to their uh, website, that they are looking at starting to pump out some models with these new kind of like focuses on um, electric elements by like 2016 and 2020. That's cool. Or 2022. You know what they, the, I mean, really the future of what they are doing is they really need to be thinking about how they are in the future going to be less selling to the consumer, like the individual consumer, and more selling to the companies that Fleets. are providing rideshare services. Like yeah, that I is, know. That yeah. is where their business, I think, their business model has to go. They have to be prepared for that. Well, I think it's just really smart for a company that everyone knows so well. I mean, Ford is mm -hmm. one of the most known companies in American history, really. Yeah. And for them to be shifting their focus completely away from cars that weren't selling, because they noticed that the types of vehicles that we're selling are SUVs because right. they're just there's more room for families, mm -hmm. there's more room for people. People want room in their vehicles. So for them to stop making models that were selling but not as well and then to also just really ramp into this kind of like a more electric future where yeah. we're not using fuel. I just I'm like that's brave and smart at the same time. Yeah. It's just cool to see a huge company sh shift gears so boldly and uh, unapologetically. I didn't think about that one either. <laughs> what in the world? I am like the best accidental pun person ever. That was a really good one. <laughs> Ford is shifting gears. I don't even know I'm doing it until uh -huh. you react. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, that's great. Anyway, that's my last one. Uh, my last one, a new shuttle service, speaking of vehicles, offers free rides, but only if you keep singing. Uh, so apparently Dory would would do. Oh, very she'd good. love this. Yeah, just, I would love this. Singing. I love singing. I know she says swimming. I'm just saying, just keep singing. But she's really good at. Singing. But she sings yeah. about just she keeping does. swimming. Just keep singing, <laughs> swimming. Yes, she does. Oh, that's really cool. So basically, what's going on here is they're trying to show that these cars, speaking of electric cars, mm -hmm. are so quiet that you can actually sing in them and not be disturbed by the engine and and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So. That's kind of the concept of what they're doing. So they're offering free rides as long as you continue to sing throughout the ride. Whoa. So, and they have like lyric sheets and those kind of things as well. So, you know, it's is, kind of karaoke. You is know, the car programmed to stop if it's not hearing you? No. Oh, okay. I think it's the driver. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> that would be the worst. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. Like you're just like, okay, I think I'm done. And then they just stop the car like, get out. <laughs> Get out unless you know a show tune, friend. That's right. Kick to the curb. I just thought this was perfect for you. It would be. What? You do this anyway. Let's just say, I do. Let's just say, okay, Aaron, you're in this car and like you go blank. What is a song you could just pull out of your head right now? Don't stop believing. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Oh, see, your throat is feeling better. Nicely done. Mine would be like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> oh my God, revert to my childhood singing Disney movies. Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? <laughs> or I'd go full on opera. Because it doesn't say you have to sing well, does it? 
No. Okay. No, I think that would be very wrong if they <laughs> if they judged how you sing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it should be like make a joyful noise and the car keeps going. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. Well, before we move on to our big story this week, our big news story, we want to make sure to thank those of you who are supporting Studio DNA, supporting this podcast. Uh, we have a fan-funded a site called patreon.com slash studio DNA and Patreon is where uh, fans can fund their projects and that's where our fans go and give a monthly support every month and you guys have been doing it for four years yeah it's so humbling to think about how much we have been able to do uh, with the funds that come in we've been able to um, add more podcasts to the network we've been able to continue with some of the streaming services that we need to be able to cover here so we can do what we do so thank you so much for catching the vision of studio dna for peruse the news and all the things we have going on just a few bucks a month makes a huge difference and we have great perks and you can read all about those at patreon.com slash studio dna including a bonus pre-show for most of the podcasts on the network that goes right into your podcast feed yeah if you're a super fan you love the show there's a little bonus episodes that only our patreon fans can listen to go to patreon.com slash studio dna and thanks so our huge major huge gigantic what's the big news what's the big news in the world danae i think we're none of us surprised that it's the thai cave rescue yeah that's that is the big buzz what everybody's talking about i have been watching this refreshing my feed for days and days and days and we're celebrating because everybody's out everyone's out today yeah so Thailand is like, so it's right now, like local time coming up on like noonish where mm-hmm. we're at right now here at this exact moment, which means it's like midnight ish there. So they just finished up their like rescue efforts and all of the boys and the coach are all out of the cave. Were there 12? Yes. There's okay. 12 boys and then the soccer coach. Wow. Yeah. And there's like interesting things coming out now about them. Like there's a lot of people that were upset with the coach for like taking them in. Yeah, but then there's a story that I kept seeing circulating on Twitter this morning, which was that the the boys had gone into the cave and the coach went in after them to like go find them and pull them back out. Like they, mm. the boys had kind of run off in to go play and he like went to go get them and then st- they got stuck together. Yeah. So we're probably going to be hearing more now about their personal happened. experiences, which I'm really curious about. Um, I was really, I've been really impressed in a way here in the U S if this was happening, I think there'd be such an exploitation of story. We would already know so much. All the families would have been interviewed by major news um, mm-hmm. stories, you know, major news people and, uh, they probably would know the names of every single diver and then we would know all their political beliefs and perhaps even their dirty, dark secrets. And like we would be exploiting every single person involved in this down to the nth degree. And by the time the boys came out, we'd already be done with it. But that's not how they're doing it in Thailand. They've really, really respected um, the privacy of the families. Yeah. They've had a just a hard shutdown on all media. They're doing everything they can to protect the kids from being exposed and even the families they've just been holding this silent vigil for days and days and days they didn't even tell the families as the boys were coming out if it was their child that was saved Mm. did you know that well i think that's smart i thought so too i mean i would be it'd be so hard it would be very difficult But they all decided hey you know what we're gonna wait until everyone's out 
and then we're going to go mm-hmm. and find, you know, go be connected with our kids. So even the children that have were rescued a couple of days ago haven't seen their pa- their parents. Oh, yet. I didn't know that. I don't know that I agree with that. They've all been kind of quarantined. Well, there's there's reasons for it. It's not the 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 idea is that they want to take the children directly from the cave to the hospital. Sure. Quarantine them to make sure that they don't have any diseases or anything like this that they've maybe acquired in the cave. And there is a little bit of weird stuff too psychologically that they're talking about in some of these articles that I've been reading like the psychologist's perspective on keeping them apart from people for a little while and then reconnecting them when the time comes. Okay. As so, a parent. I know. I'm with you on that one. I'd just be like, nope. Nope. Get me to my child. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm kind of with you on that too. It reminds me a lot of, uh, I, you know, I saw the movie The 33, which is about the Chilean miners. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of a similar thing that happened there. I think that was even more intensive. Um, it sounds like than this, um, you know, this sounds to me like there was a path, but it was very scary and that they had to have professional divers help them through this path. Well, and one diver passed away. I did not know that. You didn't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was. How did that happen? The journey to get in and the journey Uh to get out. It takes, I think, four hours. It's two and a half miles. It's crazy. It's a very long and it's small tunnels and then there's this like pinch section where they have right. to come up and then go back yep. down yeah yeah um i didn't know somebody died yeah he was a na- he was navy a seal, seal. yeah one, wow. of the, one of the thai navy seals he was had retired and then he went to go help and yeah he he died i think before they had even begun the rescue of the first well person. i would imagine it had to be during the exploration like trying to figure out this path i would guess it but... wasn't the path people it was it was somebody who was going and planting um oxygen tanks trying to make sure that the oxygen was hmm. distributed throughout because wow. it's a long journey that's a long time to be underwater and yeah, it's crazy i'm just thinking about what the trained men i don't know if there's any women on the ground that were divers what these trained people are doing and how dangerous it is for them. And then to think that these children didn't know how to swim. Right. um, And then were given face masks and basically told just hold on to this rope. Mm -hmm. And they had a diver in front of them and behind them. And then to go that whole time without any communication, no experience in swimming, completely like dark, to no visibility like that's just mind-boggling that these little human people could muster enough focus and strength and and intake like this to get in there and do that 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 i can't even imagine that scares scares me and they decided to take the strongest out first so the fact that we're now knowing that they're all out Mm -hmm. that these the weakest children and the coach being i think last um that they were able to make this journey out of this cave after being, I think they were in there for 18 days. Yeah. Like, oh, what an, this is incredible. There's so much. Is it, is it bad that I want to see the movie? Like, I mean, (laughs) no, no, I'm serious. Like I, I, like part of me is like, I show me this movie. Like I want to see, you know, I want to, I want to visualize it better and I want to know these people. And I do too. Is that exploited it? Like, is that like personally for me thinking that way, do I need to check myself on that? Okay. So no, I think that we're all just want to see what's going on because there's just such like, then then you can kind of see. But I don't have any, I don't have any rights to that. No. I don't have any rights to see that. I'd like to see it come out of Thailand first. You know, have have the Thais make a, 
you know, a, a movie before it comes mm-hmm. out of America. Um, I think that it would be a great story. There's also, and, and again, all this right now is just speculation because there's just, it's just it what just happened. It's what a, a diver will tell to someone on the outside and right. then it kind of trickles second, out. Second right? hand, third hand. Um, but one of, the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things that came out was that the coach, who's 25 years old, so he's just a kid himself, really. Um, at least I think I was a kid at 25. Actually, <laughs> when I was 25, I thought I was an adult. Yeah, I was going to say. But I'm like, I was still a kid. Um, he was a, uh, or was adopted, or no, he was um, an orphan, or mm-hmm. is an orphan. And he grew up in a Montessori school. So he taught the boys how to meditate while they were in the cave mm. to keep them calm and to preserve their energy because hmm. for a time there, they were just in there, yeah, stuck with no one there until that first diver popped up to catch some air. He didn't know that the kids were in there when he yeah. popped into that little room. And then he pops up and he's like, oh my gosh, you're here. Yeah. And they found him. That They didn't even know if they were going to be rescued. Like, wow. They may have starved to death in that yeah. cave. So it's just, yeah, I want to see that story. I want to... I want to know more about their relationships that they built during this time. Yeah. Um, but for right now, I'm just, I'm so invested and I don't know why, but I'm so invested. So I'm, I'm like so thrilled that the first thing this morning when I woke up is I checked Twitter and I saw that they were all out. Yeah. I also feel bad because part of me is like, uh, you know, there's, there's the celebration, which is great. And yet, at the same time, I want us all to remember there are consequences for decisions. And whoever's decision it was, hey, let's go play in this cave, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I want my kids to recognize that when you make decisions, there are consequences. And in this case, the consequence was a diver's life. Yeah. The consequence was all the pain that they had to go through, all the pain these families had to go through. And, you know, I'm all for celebrating that they are still, that these kids are still alive and there's there there is just something within me that wants to say, but let's not forget that we all have to be aware of our decisions and that our decisions have consequences. I mean, I agree with you. Does that make sense? I don't think they need to be grounded or anything. I think they've learned their lesson considering that <laughs> well, they were starved sure. for a few days. And I'm not even talking about I know, them. I know. I'm I know. talking about as a, just as a, as a culture, as right. our ethos, as you know. Well, that's I see that uh, conversation happening in a lot of the articles that have been popping up mm-hmm. in the last. Yeah. Four hours. You know, how do they even get in there in the first place? I think right. everyone's kind of Let's been still waiting. think about that stuff. It's great that they're alive. It's awesome. They've waited to bring that out until they knew. And As now, we should. now they're safe. So I was like, okay, now we can have this yes, kind of a conversation. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. My big curiosity is if you've seen the map of how they, where they were in the two mile journey to, to get out of the cave. Yeah. If you've seen this map. My question, I don't know if I'll ever have an answer, but my question is, did they take that exact journey to get where they were? Oh, certainly we'll get the answer to that question. Or did they go a different route and this is just the way that we can get them out? Well, I mean, obviously it had to flood, right? Like, obviously yes, that's, that's what, what happened. happened. Like, yes. you know, water cut off their escape. And and to, to that, they're still pumping water out this whole rescue time. They never stopped trying to pump water out. And there was a few days where rather than it raining, it went dry, which is why they acted when they did, because Mm -hmm. that on top of the room that they were in was running out of oxygen. Yeah. So they couldn't stay there. Yeah. Originally, the idea was to even keep them in there until October, 
when the dry season wow. stopped or when the rainy season stopped. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, all these things, I'm just curious, like, how did you get back there? Were you escaping the water? And so you just kept going in deeper and deeper? I'm guessing. Or did a rock fall and block your path? Like what? Yeah. How? How? Because the, the route to get into the, they had. There's just, a lot of stories still to be told. Yeah. I'm that's so for sure. curious. So, yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. But I'm, above it all. Above it all. We are very thankful that as many lives were saved, uh, that all of those kids' lives and the coach lives were saved. And we mourn the loss of yeah. the diver who gave his life trying to help these kids. So, um, but that's, you know, that's just kind of the heart of it all, uh, of it all. But it's been a crazy story to follow. That's for sure. It has been. Well, and there you one go. One with a really, really happy ending. There you go. There we go. We have perused the news. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of Peruse the News. Uh, of course, if you like what you hear, make sure you uh, rate and subscribe, whether you're on iTunes or Spreaker or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you have an opportunity to review, especially on iTunes, please do so because your feedback helps other people know that they too might enjoy the show. Thanks to those who make this possible with their financial support at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Some fun perks there. Starts at three bucks a month. You can go to patreon.com slash studio DNA. Check all that out. Big thank you to producer Phil. Puts the show together. Thank you for doing that. And who else do we want to thank? You for listening. <laughs> and coming back next week. I was I was thinking about saying something really silly and goofy, but then it didn't. Nothing came to me, Aaron. I was like, I was going to be like, and thanks to pink. <laughs> the color pink. <laughs> or the person pink. Right. Or either the one. Or pink. Either, all of them. All of them together. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> and that's <laughs> the news. <laughs> Oh,